This podcast is a 98 Studios production. Hello, everyone. My name is Joe Morton, and welcome to my podcast, which is entitled A Cup of Joe. This is a podcast dedicated to health and wellness. So we're going to talk about it all, and I love this subject. I'm passionate about it, and I want you to know something. I'm grateful to be a part of your journey. And again, all the different things that we're talking about are going to help you understand that you hold the key and that your success is in your hands and greatness is out there for you. Hello, everyone. My name is Joe Morton. Welcome to my podcast, A Cup of Joe. Today, I want to dive into my training program of what I'm going to be doing for this Starvation X try that James Lawrence, the Iron Cowboy, uh, challenged me on my on my podcast, which I'm quite excited about. And so I want to go into this and go through it. And while I'm doing this, I want you to think about your life, your challenges. What are you looking forward to? Do you have something on the calendar that you're preparing for? Is there some sort of an event that you're preparing for or that you've wanted to prepare for that there's not, there's just maybe just that one little push that you need, like I needed to push me out of my comfort zone, to maybe push you out of your comfort zone, to take your training, your health and wellness to another level. Is there that event or events or, or life experience or life moment that's coming up that is your catalyst to push you a little bit out of your comfort zone. I want you to think about that during this podcast. And I'm going to go through my own training program, but what is it for you? And to help describe, and by the way, this event that I'm going to be doing is called the Starvation X Tri. And it's a 2.4 mile swim. It's a triathlon. So it's going to be three sports, 2.4 mile swim in Starvation Reservoir in Utah. Um, hundred mile bike ride, which is going to be with 90, 9,754 feet of elevation gain. Guardsman passes where that final little kicker that goes up. I've done half of this. Remember, I've done half of this with a buddy of mine, uh, uh, Dr. Michael Henderson. And I did have the, the part for the guardsman pass. And I know how, how much, how intense it is. And I'm looking forward to the training, looking forward to prepare myself. And then the mountain run is a 7,543 7, feet of elevation gain with either 20.9 miles or 25.4 miles. I'm trying to figure out how that works. I think that if you hit a certain cutoff, then you can go to the 25 mile, uh, 25.4. Uh, I'm still working on how that works, but so that's, that's what I'm going to be preparing for. And I've started preparing it now. It's August 3rd of next year, 2024. Um, but I'm going to start preparing now. And I want to walk through the training program. And again, I want you to think about your own training, whatever you're working for towards. Is it a 5K, a 10K? Is, is it a half marathon, a marathon, an ultra marathon? Maybe once you were, when, you know, if you had a chance to listen to Brian Beckstead's, and I encourage you to listen to that one. Incredible might inspire you that you want to do an ultra marathon, whatever it might, whatever it is that you're working towards that you can apply similar principles to what I'm going to walk through and go through my training program. And hopefully it can help you along your journey. And what is it that you're working towards? Okay. Think about that. So, um, I want to use on this podcast, the, the beautiful, wonderful book by Dr. Seuss, Oh, the places you'll go. I love this book. It's phenomenal. Very deep. It's a children's book. Stay with me. I know you might be thinking, Joe, why are you busting out uh, Dr. Seuss here? It's a child children's book, but really it's a very profound book. And, and so I want to kind of go through this to help describe what I've gone through and what's kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone, as, as James 
encouraged me. So all the places you'll go, chances are you have this in your house. I encourage you to actually read it. You probably read it to your kids, your grandkids. A wonderful book. If you haven't read in a while, you may want to go through it. It's actually very profound. So all the places you'll go, Dr. Seuss, um, there's a particular area that I want to focus on, but just a reminder, he starts off with, congratulations, today is your day. You're off to great places. You're off and away. And it goes into this, your life journey, so to speak. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own and you know what you know. You are the guy or girl who decide where to go. And then it gets into, again, further about your life journey. You'll look up and down streets, look them over with care, but some you will say, I don't choose to go there. With your head full of brains and your shoes full of feet, you're too smart to go down any not so good street. And you may not find it. You may not find any you'll want to go down. In that case, of course, you'll head straight out of town. Uh, also kind of implying and reminding us that we hold the key to our success and where we're, the direction we're going in life and what we're doing. It's opener there in the wide open air. And then he continues on and there's, there's fun stuff about the things that can happen. People as brainy and footsie as you. Oh, the places you'll go. By the way, my, I have multiple Instagram accounts. One for this, of course, the cup of, a cup of Joe. Um, but my personal Instagram is, oh, the places you'll run. And I came up with that because of this book and because of the, uh, the message of this book. I used to, I, I've traveled a lot in my career um, in hotels, in and out of hotels each and every, sometimes each and every day, multiple hotels per week. And I, I was trying to keep up with my exercise. And uh, I, I found that not every hotel is the same course, they don't all have the same exercise equipment. So if I was doing weights and I was in a very good uh, weight training period, sometimes I could go three, four, five days, even a week or two without having consistent weights to be able to um, uh, use in the, in the hotels. And so I started running everywhere I go. I've run all over the world. And so I came up with this Instagram, oh, the places you'll run. It's kind of fun. And, and so I've, I've ran in Japan and Korea. I've ran in Taiwan and Thailand and, and Australia, New Zealand and Mexico and, and all throughout Europe and Central and South America. It's like amazing. I, Hawaii, I love the experience. Of course, Canada, of course. I love the experience of being able to go out and, ex and explore streets and explore trails and all over the world. So it's kind of fun. That's where I came up with that. But all the places you'll go. So, um, Talking about getting into slumps and it's not easy, unslumping yourself is not easily done. Um, so he continues on, and the one, the part that I want to talk about here and I want to share, focus on is he says, You can get so confused that you'll start into race down long wiggled roads in a breaknecking pace and grind on for miles across weirdish wild space, headed, I fear, toward a most useless place, the waiting place. Now think about this with your own life, and I have to think about this with mine. For people just waiting, waiting for a train to go, or a bus to come, or a plane to go, or wait, or mail to come, or the rain to go, or a phone to ring, or the snow to snow, or waiting around for a yes or a no, or waiting for their hair to grow, everyone is just waiting. Waiting for the fish to bite, or waiting for wind to fly a kite, or waiting around for Friday night, or waiting perhaps for their Uncle Jake, or a pot to boil, or a better break, or a string of pearls, or a pair of pants, 
or a wig with curls or another chance. Everyone is just waiting. Kind of fun, fun images of all these people just waiting in life. And you know, sometimes we get, I don't know if this, if you've had this feeling, you're waiting for that. Well, I'm going to wait for that perfect time to jump in and get in shape or that perfect time to go and lose weight or that perfect time to improve my cardiovascular system so that I can be in better shape and be in better health and live a more healthy lifestyle or that 5k or 10k or half marathon or marathon, whatever it is, just waiting. And I have been waiting for the last couple of years. I've done, I keep maintaining my health and wellness, of course, and my my maintaining running, maintaining some biking, some biking, some running, some uh, uh, mountain biking, road biking. But I was kind of waiting, sitting in the waiting place. And then James came along and talked so much about being out of our comfort zone, which is really a comfort zone. It's a bit like a waiting place. And it pushed me out. And so where, what are you waiting for? Think about that as I go through my training program. So let's dive into this. So Stage one. Okay. I'm in my base period right now. Base period means that I'm going to go for this for probably three to four months. Um, and I'm going to be base amount of running, swimming, biking, and running, um, and other exercises that I'll, I'll talk about here in a second. So I'm going to really spend a solid three to four months in that base for the purpose of, I want to make sure all my muscles, tendons, fibers, my cardio, it's all just kind of, I'm just at that, just building right now, just building a strong foundation, a strong base. And those uh, habits that I'm going to need very much the habits, building the daily habits that are going to help propel me and make sure that I can make it to this event and through it healthy and finish this event. So, um, I'm doing the 80-20 rule. I've talked about this in the former podcast where I'm 80% of the time I'm going to be training in my zone two, uh, heart rate zone. And again, heart rate zones, look it up. It's become pretty common. The The watches that we use, I use happen to use a Garmin. They shoot out a little, a little signal in the back that helps to figure out what your zone, heart rate zones are and then you can work within. It's actually pretty easy to follow heart. These aren't exact, exact, exact for heart rate zones, but it's pretty close. They use generalizations and, and, and so, but I'm going to train mostly in 80% of my time approximately in zone two. And then about 20%, I'm going to be pushing myself between zones three and five. And again, you can find these, it's on heart rate zones or on, on gym equipment. You'll see that on the cardio gym equipment. You can see them again, generalizations. And you can use also other, other tracking mechanisms like a Apple watch. will do this. My son has a whoop W H O O P to become very popular. It's not a watch, but it does track all this stuff, everything from heart rate zones to sleeping patterns, to calories burned and so forth. Uh, very, very helpful. These are really helpful to me, and I suggest that. Now I'm doing the zone two for 80% of the time also because if you're pushing yourself every single day and just this constant, like pushing yourself to the max every day, it's going to wear yourself, wear you out, wear you out. And so again, three to four months, I'm going to be in this base period. I want to build a strong base. And uh, and so that's that's a large part of what I'm doing. And so um the the three to five the zones three to five I've mentioned on a former podcast 
Hockey is one night of the week. I play hockey. Yes, I'm from Canada. And of course I still play hockey. Defense, left defense. And and so that's a hit workout. That's a high intensity interval training kind of a workout. And so pushing my, my heart rate comes up, it comes down, it comes up, it comes down. It's a great workout. Other ones are going to be hill repeats for running or biking, running hill, hill repeats uh, or sprint sprints running. Um, I can do that on treadmills or I'll do that outdoors. Either way, it's a great way to be able to bring your heart rate up and bring it down and then bring your heart rate up and bring it down, kind of like a hip workout. I'll do that with swimming as well. Although right now, just really base period with swimming. I'm just, haven't swam in a while. So I'm just, just real, real steady with my swim. Um, and so that's, that's what I'm going to be doing for, and so running wise, I'm going to be three to five miles. I'm not doing any more than that. Three to five miles tops. Biking, one to two hours. Now, the one hours I'm doing indoors. Um, I've got something called a Wahoo kicker snap trainer where I can take the, the, the axle off my, my actual tri, triathlon bike and I put it indoors and you put another axle in and it attaches right to, so with your own wheel, with your own gearing, right to this trainer. And then it attaches to an app and I'm able to ride rides all over the world with my own bike in that triathlon position, which is a, which is a certain position for a bike. It's a little more aggressive. The geometry is different than a normal road bike. And I'm able to practice on that. Now a triathlon bike, triathlon, you have to ride by yourself. That's part of the, the whole sport of triathlon. You're on your own. And so I, there's something called arrow position. And again, the geometry is different where you're you're leaning over and you spend a lot of time in this arrow position. It works your back differently. It works your legs differently, the whole bit. And so I want to train on that trainer for a lot of this base period. And of course, when I start to go out onto the roads with it. And so I've got that in place. Yesterday I rode in the Alps. It was kind of fun. And I, and it's attached to this app that I use. And so I'm doing that indoors and it's great keeping my heart rate within the zones, zone two, uh, unless I happen to push it for one of the workouts and I'll push beyond that. But being indoors and with a trainer, it allows you to be able to, to keep a steady heart rate. Now with running, I'm going to do a, do a lot of trails. As I mentioned, three, uh, two to two to five miles, basically two to five miles. And, um, I go out with my dog blue. I go out with my son, Ethan or Caden or Nate and, or, or with buddies. And it's, it's, it's great, but I'm keeping, to that distance. And this is tough when you want to just push and you're like, but I got to do more. No, during base, you keep it to this. Now my, my running and my biking, I will do as much as five, two hours or so. I'm going to maybe plus I'll do that once a week. That's called a long ride. And I'm doing that on mountain bike at the moment. Uh, it works. And then during the winter, I'm going to transition to fat bike. This is a snow bike. They have big fat tires and allows you to be able to go over the snow really, really a little easier, uh, big knobby tires, grips. And, and so I'm going to be doing that during the winter months and I'll do it on some of the roads that go up and over like Alpine Loop, for example, and, and Squaw Peak and other roads that are closed during the winter. And so they covered with snow. And then, so that'll be about once a week where I'll push it between uh, one and a half to two hours, maybe, maybe a little bit more. Okay. So that's going to be my cross training. Um, swimming, I'm 500 to a thousand meters, two to three times a week, just leaving at that and go to the pool. And so this is, this is, that's generally my, my general 
plan during this base period. Now I'm doing other things. I'm doing calisthenics. So I do push-ups, I do sit-ups and crunches, um, do pull-ups and dips and air squats. I'm going to do legs once, once a week, at least once a week where I'm doing air squats regularly throughout the week, but then I'll do legs with strategic leg workouts as well. Cause I'm going to need a lot of leg strength for these for this elevation gain on the bike. So I'm planning for that event. I know what I'm looking for. I know what the elevation is going to be, the elevation gain and loss. I know what the distances are. And so whatever the event is now, again, think about in your own life, are you training for something? Are you planning for something? Know what you're going to get into, understand it, understand the nutrition needs that are going to go into it. In this particular case, I believe it's self-supported. So I'm going to have to figure that out along the way, but during base period, again, I'm not going to have to worry too much about that. I'll get into that at a former episode when I dive into more the next couple stages after the base period. Um, but I'm going to focus on base for today, but, and highlight the other, um, I'm doing calisthenics, continue with that diet. Okay. What am I doing for diet? Um, Oh, by the way, with the run with the, I'm doing a lot of trail, but during the winter, it gets a little tougher. Sometimes you can still do some trail depending on how well they're, they're tracked out. Um, I'll use the treadmill. And the treadmill, because there's going to be a lot of elevation gain, I'll just start it at like a 5% grade, go all the way up to what it maxes out at a 15% grade and just walk, keep my heart rate, the zone too, and just walk unless I'm doing hill repeats and I'll push that maybe once a week or so. Okay. So diet, what am I doing? I'm counting macros. Okay. I'm counting macros. They're basically protein, carbs, and fats. That's what we're, our food is made up of protein, carbs, and fats. And we need a balance of this in order to have optimal health and wellness. And I've kind of gotten away with that over the years. I kind of guesswork it a little bit, but I need to be much more serious with this. And so I'm, I'm, I'm counting macros and I have a, I have an app that I'm using. I think it's just called macros and it's great. I'm able to, and the, the technology, it's amazing. It's amazing that we can do this easily count your macros, whatever you're doing, protein, carbs, and fats. And so what I do is plug in all my data, all my information, my age, my, my weight, my height, um, my exercise habits, basically. And then it kicks out approximately how much, if I'm just resting, how much calories I'm burning. If I'm not doing anything, just going through on a daily basis, this is approximately how many calories I'm burning. However, if I'm exercising, then I plug in the exercise that I'm doing. So for example, yesterday, my, my workout routine was early in the morning. I, I rode my bike, worked out to be something like 670 calories or something. I can't remember 800 calories, whatever my Garmin told me, I plugged it into it. Um, and then I, and then I, uh, and I also tracked all my my food intake, my hydration intake for the day. Um, in the later afternoon, my, my son Caden and I went for a swim, tracked that, put it in there, swim. It was only 500 or 600 meters or so, or, or yards, put that in there, approximately how many calories it was. I can't remember. Plug it in. And then at night, my son, Ethan and I went for a night run. It was dark. It was awesome with our dog blue. It's wonderful. And so beautiful up in the mountains. I tracked that. And then I track the protein, carbs, and fats that I'm eating each and every day. I just go in there. The apps are really great. They have so much in there. And if it's not exactly what you're, what you're going to be eating, you know, you can, you can track that in there. And I was able to put that, all the hydration that I did for the day. And, and then it tells me, okay, this is the exercise you did. This is how much calories you burned. This is how many calories you should be eating within the protein, carbs, and fats. Interestingly, I came in lower than what I needed yesterday. 
And so I felt it a little bit this morning, but it's okay. I'll catch up a little bit. And, uh, but it's great, fun, phenomenal way to be able to understand the amount of protein, carbs, and fats. And if you're feeling like really low on a day, you're training for something, feeling really low, and you're like, what am I doing? I'm dragging my butt around today. Could be that your carbohydrates are a little lower or your protein was a little lower or your fats were a little lower or whatever it might be. So that's one thing that I'm doing and I'm loving it. Fantastic. This is what, what I'm going to be doing to, to, to help prepare myself to have optimal health and wellness during this training period and going into this event. So I'll be tracking that. And of course, as I go from a base period into cl- higher distances and, and so forth, that's going to have to change. But the app will help me understand that and help me understand the nutrition needs that I'll have. Again, so much easier. I've had coaches in the past that have helped me calculate that out. Uh, and the different events that I was doing. And, and and it's great. But now the apps will help you do that. It's fantastic. So um, also I'll be doing brick workouts. Brick workout with, within the triathlon world means that you're going to do two workouts side by side next to each other. Because you in, in the sport of triathlon, you do swim first, then you do bike, then you do run. And it's all in succession. So you, you got to get used to getting out of the water and then getting on a bike. Because you can get really dizzy coming out of the water. Like head spin in. And if you have to jump on a bike, that could be a little much. You got to practice that. You got to practice going from one sport to another and being prepared for that. And so that's one of the things I'm going to be doing with my workout. Okay. And so think about that as well. when you're, when you're thinking about your events. Hello everyone, Joe Morton here for a cup of Joe podcast. I want to say thank you to our sponsor today, King Cool Plunge. These guys are incredible. I love this product that they've prepared. It allows you to be able to get into cold plunging and stay consistent with that. Whatever temperature you want to set it at has a filtration system. It looks cool. It looks amazing. I love their colors. I love cold plunging for the purpose of just overall health and wellness for body, mind, and spirit. I love the way I feel when I use it. Helps me become present in the moment, very mindful. There is no way that you cannot be in the present moment when you get into a cold plunge. And King Cool Plunge is a phenomenal product for that. Check them out, kingcoolplunge.com and use the discount code ACOJ. King Cool Plunge is spelled K-I-N-G-K-O-O-L Plunge. Their Instagram handle is King Cool Plunge or their website is kingcoolplunge.com. So check them out. Thank you very much. Make it a great day. Now, stage two of the training, it's going to be, I'm going to just start increasing my long run swims, my long bikes and my long runs. And it's not going to be too quick. Again, one of you want, you want to make sure that injury happens when you increase your miles too fast, your speed too fast. Um, that's one of the great ways to get injured. Okay. And I want to avoid that. And so I'm going to increase it each week, my longer run and my longer bike ride and swim Swimming, not not so much, but I will increase it uh, slowly as well. So you want to be prepared for that increase gently uh, as you go through um, that that next phase, okay? Um, and then stage three is going to be where I've kind of reached that peak and I'm ready, and then I start to taper to the event. So stage three is the taper period and the event itself. That's kind of like my short-term, medium-term, and my long-term goals, okay? And that's that's what's going to happen over this next year as I train for this. Other things that I'm going to be doing, breath work, okay? I'm going to be doing breath work. I do that every day. I do Wim Hof breath work. 
love it. It's phenomenal. If you haven't done it, it's like kind of trippy. And it's a great way to become present in the moment, become very mindful, almost like a form of meditation, but a breathwork meditation is fantastic. I love it. Highly recommend it. Maybe start slower. You can find it on YouTube. It's free or he's got a free app if you like that. And it's, it's just helping me start my day with oxygen and start my day with being very present in the moment. It's a great way to add to um, um, a meditation for the day. Phenomenal. Uh, Yoga. I'm going to be doing yoga once, maybe twice a week. Uh, Great for flexibility. Great for becoming present in the moment, becoming mindful and just chilling. Listen to the silence, so to speak. Be guided through uh, a yoga session. It's a great way to finish a day, by the way, if you're looking for a great way to prepare for sleep. It's so wonderful. Have a little, there's sleep yoga. There's so much free content out there. Phenomenal yoga instructors that put all this free content out there. Highly recommend it. A great way to wind the day down or a great way to start the day. Um, other things that I'm going to be doing, sauna and cold therapy cold water therapy. I happen to have a sauna, so I use the sauna regularly. It's a great, great way to be able to relax and also get those benefits from hot, uh, the hot temperatures of a sauna. It's fantastic. And cold water therapy. I love cold water therapy. At the moment, I'm using what I call my Farmer Joe. It's just like a trough that I got at an animal store. And the temperatures vary. Let me tell you, I, uh, about a week ago, it was at 51 degrees because of the temperature right now. Literally like two days later, it was at like 41 degrees. Holy mackerel. I was not expecting that. Came out there I'm like, whoa, that's much colder. But it was great. Now it's probably the temperature been dropping since I just in the last couple of days. I'm doing this a couple times a week at the moment because um, I kind of have a simple system, but I'm going to get, I'm getting one called the King Cool and they happen to be a sponsor of this program and I highly recommend you check this out. I love these guys. I've known them for a long time. Brothers running this company, King Cool, fantastic. A way to be able to stay consistent with the water. The water stays at the same, whatever temperature you set it to be at, uh, has a filtration system. Uh, really nice looking. Their their branding's great. Check them out. King Cool. It's K I N G K O O L. I recommend it. If you're looking for some sort of a cold water therapy system, these are the guys to look at. They're a local brand here in Utah, proudly Utahan, and fantastic. You'll love it. And I'm actually in the process of getting one right now. Can't wait. Share it with you when I get it too. Um, so. Other thing, surround yourself with people. I'm surrounding myself with people who are going to help me to achieve my goal of where I'm going. I'm going to train with those people. I'm going to work with those people. I'm going to talk to those people, share ideas back and forth. And when you're doing your whatever you're working towards, whatever it is on your calendar, whatever that dream is that you've been sitting in the waiting place, not quite ready to go. When you start to go, you want to surround yourself with people who are going to help you get there. You know, I had this moment, this was several years ago, um, I broken both my legs um, and my, my right ankle. I think I broke my left ankle too. I don't know. I was a teenager at the time and fell out of a barn, broke my leg and my ankle. Uh, compound fracture was great. This one, my right one, I broke my leg and my ankle several years ago, dirt biking. I was with my buddy, Danny, and he had his three boys and I had my three boys. They were, and broke my leg dirt biking and my ankle, but it was I think it was one or two weeks before an Ironman. I had fully trained. I was in that taper period. I was ready to just roll this great shape, ready to just do it. And 
broke broke both my leg and my ankle blew my my ankle completely out like this out of the socket it was pretty bad so I went in got repaired uh, I remember talking to my coach Heath on the way to the on the way to the hospital like dude I I just broke my leg and my ankle I said do you think I can do I wasn't thinking straight I think I could do this event next week he's like yeah no no that's not gonna happen so we went and got it repaired I was in the hospital for a couple of days got out and um my orthopedic surgeon was up in Salt Lake. I didn't know know him. It was whoever was on on call at the time, and um, I I asked him, "I would like to prepare for this Ironman next year." And his comment was, "I'm sorry, you've had quite an injury. It's good chance you'll never do another marathon. Certainly, I don't know if I can even tell you whether you can do an Ironman. You you really this is quite an injury." So I remember thinking, sometimes when people tell you it can't be done, them shouldn't be some fighting words, you know? So he connected me with a, happened to be, I was really lucky to connect with a physical therapist real close to my house, Steve Orak. And and I told him this, and he happened to have been an Ironman, and he kind of smiled. He says, no, we're going to get you to do another Ironman. And he said, you're definitely going to do it. So I found that, I found a professional, an expert that could be my coach, so to speak. I ended up having a triathlon coach as well at the time. And um, sure, I went three months without being able to use that leg and that ankle. So now I'm three months into that. I've I've only got nine months now to prepare for this Ironman, which was going to be that next, that same one that I was supposed to do, but one year later. And I worked with my triathlon coach. I worked with my physical fitness uh, physical, um, therapist. And between the two of them, I started just walking. I mean, walking on the treadmill, couldn't even do half a mile. But one year later, I finished that Ironman and I ended up having to, the best time that I'd ever had. Um, it was an amazing experience. Why? Because I was surrounded with people who believed in me, who believed in my goal and my dream to accomplish that who were there alongside encouraging me, uh, telling me that I can do it. And that's what I focused on. And so when we all need this, nobody's immune to feeling down. Nobody's immune to the fears. Nobody's immune to the, that scary feeling of going out and putting yourself out there and doing something. Uh, So we need all the help we can get. Don't be afraid to connect with people. I'm surrounding myself with people who are going to help me. I had the privilege of being able to mountain bike and, and ride with like James Lawrence and Aaron uh, Hopkinson and, and Sean Christian. James and Sean have been on my show. Phenomenal, like amazing athletes. Sam Clark, incredible. And Ryan Napierski and, and Roger Smith. And, and these guys that are helping me, and my boys, Caden, Ethan, Nathan, uh, they're helping me along the the journey as well, and others. I'm going to list and forget listing people, uh, but those who are going to help encourage along the way. So, highly recommend that reading material. I'm going to be reading and listening to podcasts and audios uh, along the way, and that's going to be a big part of it. That are going to feed that dream. They're going to feed that goal. Instagram accounts, Facebook accounts, just focus to help me along my journey. So I'm going to need all the help I can get. So 
this is this is kind of welcome to my journey. Welcome to my journey for the the Starvation X try. And um, I'll keep you posted along the way. I'm really looking forward to this experience, uh, building towards this, training towards this. Now, I want you to think, again, what is it that's holding you back from leaving the waiting place? What are you waiting for? Only you can answer that. I had to answer that question myself. And only you can answer it for you. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting to leave that comfort zone to accomplish? Is it a 5K? Is it a 10K? Is it a half marathon, marathon, ultra marathon, whatever, whatever that event? Is it a triathlon? Could be. Is it to lose weight? You've been wanting to lose weight and you know that you have to take certain action towards that to be healthier, to look the way you want to look and to feel the way you want to feel and to be that person for those around you in your life. Is it to lose weight? Again, only you can answer that. Is it to just get into shape? Well, you know, I'm going to wait until next month. Well, the holidays are coming up. That just kind of blows everything to crap. I guess I shouldn't wait until I got to wait for after the holidays. Mm. Then after Thanksgiving, then it's Christmas. Well, then it's after it's New Year's. Now I'm going to do it in New Year's. We all do that. Is it to just feel good again? Is it a relationship that needs attention? Possibly you just know that you need to. Now I'm taking, I'm coming away from fitness here for a second, but relationships are a big part of our mental health and wellness and our emotional health and wellness. Is it in a relationship that you know needs attention, that you need to take certain actions for, and you're just waiting? Mm waiting for that time, whatever that might be? Is it your mental health that needs attention? You've been waiting on, kind of waiting to give it the attention that it needs, whether working with experts or, or doing whatever your journey requires to get to that point. Is it a trip that you've been telling yourself that you're going to take or that you're going to take your special son, your spouse, your, your significant other on, your family, or just you? trip that you've kind of been waiting on, waiting on, waiting on? Is it possible that it's forgiveness? Forgiving yourself? Starting with yourself? Or forgiving someone else that you're just waiting for that? Just waiting. Everyone's just waiting. Well, here's the thing. The beautiful thing about the waiting place is once you kick yourself out of that comfort zone, Dr. Seuss talks about. He's like, he says in that last bit, everyone is just waiting. No, but that's not for you, he says. Somehow you'll escape all that waiting and staying. You'll find the bright places where boom bands are playing. Outside of your comfort zone, outside of our comfort zones, is where the boom bands are playing. As we push ourselves out of that comfort zone, whatever it is that may be waiting. And again, only you can answer that. We can only answer it ourselves. I can promise you, as you exit that comfort zone, you push yourself to the next level and take your health and wellness, your mental health and wellness, your relationships, whatever it might be. When you push yourself out 
and you start to work on that. My good friends, the boom bands truly are playing and they're waiting for you and I. I look forward to hearing, and I love hearing feedback from you. Thank you for the feedback that I'm getting. I appreciate it. I'm grateful to do this cup of joe. I'm grateful to share this with you along your journey, along my journey. And thank you for being a part of this podcast so far, truly. And I encourage you to share this with someone who you think that could use this, that could use this along their journey for better health and wellness, whatever they're trying to accomplish. Thanks for joining this episode of Cup of Joe. Make it a great day.